Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Overton. And who's sleeping with Batman with me tonight? Oh, oh, I am Tiffany Alberton, and I think I have to ask my husband's permission for that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, can I sleep with Batman? <laughs> yes, that's how I decided to open this up. <laughs> I am the I am the favorite token gay character, Joe Butler. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I am barely holding it together, as always, Kenneth Sanity. <laughs> Oh, we love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we bring a episode that this is actually Joe's idea for us to cover this. Mm. So also involved, we're all drinking, which I don't normally do an episode, but we are all drinking. And I think, well, Joe, you had an edible. Yeah, edible. Maybe for me. <laughs> uh, that's fine. So we are here to talk about Batman the Killing Joke, the animated, adult animated film <laughs> that came out in 2016. Do we want to call it adult? They call it adult. Okay. It's adult. Yeah, okay. this is also the first R-rated anim- DC animated film of these things. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I but... mean, I didn't know it was R-rated. Well, you didn't, you didn't give it away when they shoot her and everything else they do? Ooh, I guess. Thanks to her, I guess. I guess it wouldn't be PG-13, so. Yeah. <laughs> All disclaimer in here, because we are going to talk about a few things. And Ken, what were you gonna? What do you want to tell people we're going to talk about? Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about some very serious things, including sexual assault of forced nature we're talking about a lot of violence done under people please please be aware that we will be talking about this and we will be making light of it in some situations so we do recommend that you exercise caution while listening to this recording all right and on to the show so i saw so i saw the movie first before i read the comic i actually saw it in theaters that one day it was showing with my now wife that's next to me we saw it together and we were still dating and i still married him <laughs> wow that's impressive yeah and you wanted right. to see this though i did but i didn't you didn't warn me about what it contained i actually didn't read the book or know much about it so i mean that's kind of an intense movie to take your like short-time girlfriend to <laughs> when how we st- yeah how long are you dating for <laughs> <laughs> six months at least no it was less than no this is july 20 2016 oh wait are you sure I was your girlfriend? Yeah. You were my, I wasn't your fiance yet? Might have been my fiance. Close enough. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Either way, um, we saw it again. Saw seven months. Not close enough, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I not- feel. So, Joe, what about you? I also watched this. I think I downloaded this illegally back in the day. Did you say it was 2012, 2013? 2016. Oh, god damn. I was super off. Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> I, I remember uh, illegally downloading this, and I I watched it with my husband, too, for the first time, and uh, we both had the same outcome, which was, man, this first half is really fucking bad. <laughs> but was he your husband back then? Uh, we're still technically not married, because being married is something that we don't do, because his comment is, I'll stop being scared of commitment when you stop being scared of clowns, and that's not going <laughs> to... Okay. That's not going to happen anytime soon, so. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, plus, you're in a southern state, kind of, aren't you, too? Uh, we're Midwestern, I Okay, so yeah, then you're good. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. As long as you're not in Texas or Florida right now. Yeah, you know, those places aren't friendly to some people. To anybody, really, lately. And Ken, what about you? I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> but did you read, you read the comic first, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Yes, I've been a fan of the comic for a long time. I think that the comic is probably one of the best Batman stories 
setting aside all the hyperbole that the comic has gotten and how everybody's like, oh, he's the best thing. Remember, for a while, I got super sick of it. And then this movie came out and I had a new target for my anger. <laughs> <laughs> and the comic came out in 88. God yep. damn. So I. And we uh, actually covered it, me and Ken did, back in January of 21. I looked it up. Yeah. We, yeah, we covered the comic. I and mean, I think we talked about this movie too back then. We but, talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Because I didn't want to talk about it more. <laughs> you just decided you're going to talk about it more now well you know maybe if i just get it all out i can start to heal <laughs> Healing's good. yeah february th- 3rd 2021 when we, when we posted it so it probably would have been recorded december or january back then or even maybe even before that wow I, I would like to make a comment about the pre-production of this movie Okay. <laughs> so uh, this movie is known for having two of the most infamous Batman voice actors, obviously being Kevin Conroy as Batman Bruce Wayne. Actually, I don't even think he's Bruce Wayne at all. He's movie, not Bruce Wayne. So, so it's nope. just Batman. And Mark Hamill being the Joker. Mark Hamill, after Arkham Asylum, said that he was not voicing the Joker ever again unless they either made more Arkham Asylum game or Arkham games or if they made the killing joke. And they succeeded in doing all three. But that's also the reason why he's not in Arkham Origins. Because I think Roxanne didn't make it. So he's like, no, I'm not doing that one. Yeah, because he got someone else. Yeah, but I also think that he said he wasn't doing anything anymore after Arkham City. And I think they like, well, what about Arkham Knight? Well, Arkham Knight, he was under NDA for a surprise. Because no one knew he was a Joker in that until the fucking game came out. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, which was honestly like the best surprise of the whole game. But yeah, eventually at one point he's like, I'm not doing Joker ever again unless Kevin Conroy comes in and we do Killing Joke. And then some WB was like, oh, oh. And he's like, oh, <laughs> fucking shit. Okay. They did it. Yeah. They did it. They sure did. <laughs> <laughs> they did 30 minutes of it. I mean, technically it is a it is a small comic. So yeah, it is. I mean, it's not a miniseries. It's not a. It's just one issue. They made the Hobbit into three movies, babe. They could have stretched it out. And they did. <laughs> Differently, mm. they could have stretched it out. But also, with the Hobbit is none of that stuff is in the damn book. It happens in the second or third movie, really. Like they just. Yeah, like, and there's movie. no goddamn Tom Bombadil. <laughs> yeah, they didn't cut that out. <laughs> but instead, you get to battle the five armies that never happened <laughs> for a whole movie. Hey, remember the killing joke that we were just talking about? <laughs> right. we back about? So we had the killing joke. Uh, I'll have some more th- beer now. So this is what 30... happens when Tiffany drinks. <laughs> 30 minutes of the end of this movie is the killing joke, and the first 30 minutes is some weird Bat, bat-, bat- Girl original hey. story that may- it-, it makes sense movie-wise, but it's written by like five men in a WB studio who are like, hey, we know how to woman. Let's go ahead and woman. <laughs> Right. I'm going to stop you right there and say, fuck, no. 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 None of this had to fucking be here. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. There's nothing. There's a little bit in the middle. I feel it middle. should be there, and I feel that Fine. it... <laughs> I will tell Go you. on. Defend <laughs> it to me. Please I will. Me. I actually don't mind it. I mean, I get what they're going for. I feel like it's more to audiences that don't really know who Batgirl or Batman is, and they want you to feel what's going to happen to her. So they put a whole half an hour interaction of like a, a Batgirl short story kind of thing 
her yearning after Batman. That was her whole. I know that was stupid, but I'm glad it's there. They just, I wish they would have changed it. I mean, a little bit, but because I, did she ever slept with him in any other cop? Well, okay, she did. I don't want other comic. They have a kid together, right? In one of them. Is that the one where they get married? That I bought you. They don't. That was a Pizza Hut, cu- and that's Bat. That was Taco Bell. It's Bat Woman, but it's not the Bat Woman that's Kate Kane. That's in the other. It's something else. Uh, whatever. Okay. And he's also hypnotized. Killing but. joke. Killing joke. <laughs> no more alcohol for you. But so I, 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 I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more in 2016 than I did in 2023 when I watched this last night. But I, so, but I still. Well, no, that is one. But also, I think my, it's like I grew up probably more too because it's kind of like. It's very sexist, and it also degrades the character. It degrades Bat- Batgirl a lot. So that's part of the problem with it. Uh, I'm not doing very good defending this. Lot. I mean, there are some things I like about it. I don't have a problem with it existing, but like the way that she gets suckered in by the stupid mob guy when she makes the comment she's been doing this for three years, and the fact that it's a mob guy that starts off beginning of this to me is kind of weird. That it really should be like, why not go with you know a villain that's associated with a Joker or something, something to do with a Joker? Oh, oh man, it's almost as if Batman had a Robin that was beat to death by the Joker. <laughs> yes, but they don't talk about that in this. There's a picture of it. Yeah. Oh, there was. A picture. Yep. They have a flash of it or something. Oh, I didn't catch that. It it's whenever uh later on Batman's like at his at his big bat monitor he's talking to alfred and he's like the joker's unhinged he don't know what his next move is and he's looking at a bunch of photos and then like in the very top right corner is just jason todd with his fucking teeth kicked in okay if i remember correctly this originally also wasn't supposed to be part of the main canon of dc of batman okay right yes okay. but that doesn't make it any better no like, i know also you're talking about the, the comic the comic isn't yeah the and com- I'm sorry. I, I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, I was trying to defend it. Then I realized I couldn't really defend it. Yeah, I was trying because I, I, I don't mind the first half. I was except I was rewatching it today. I was gonna be like, I'm going to watch the movie again. And I couldn't finish the first half. So <laughs> you should fast forward. <laughs> I was just busy and do other things. But I still don't have a big problem with it. it I mean, I, the point of it really does feel to make you care more for the character. I feel like that's what they're going for. But they did it. kind. They did do it in a sloppy way. And I do agree with Joe that it does feel like a bunch of men got around and didn't ask any any women's input. Definitely not. So, what is, so the scene where the mob guy drives by in the semi-truck and he's just like blows her a kiss and she pauses and then he gets away. I was like, the fuck just happened? She got yeah. so starstruck by this random mob guy who's not even good looking, even for a cartoon. <laughs> Like, I like anime guys. I'm partial, you know. But, no, I don't understand what happened. (laughs) I took it as she was just had a bad grip because the truck's moving. That's why she fell off. No, she paused. Look at when he blew the kiss. She paused and looked. Okay, am I wrong? No, no, you're not. (laughs) Okay, thank you. And that's the problem. That's the problem. No, no. (laughs) won't won't be like, oh, a boy likes me. Like, oh I'm going to lose track of what I was doing fighting crime. <laughs> it was, yeah. It just caught me off guard. I was like, what just happened? Well, they make her seem real weak in this and very immature. And yeah. Like, she can't decide if she's going to be a strong woman or she's going to follow behind Batman and be his little puppy dog. There's also a couple other issues is, like, because I want to say Barbara probably starts to become Batgirl, like, what, 17, 18 or so, let's say? Let's go to 18. Okay. And this is three years. She's been 
that girl for three years. So let's put her, let's say here, 2021. 20, yeah, let's go ahead and go with that. And Batman, at this point, if Jason Todd's already been around, let's say he's in, what, late 30s, early 40s? Gross. Yeah, pretty much. That's some of the problems people have with this. That's why they, they don't sleep together. If I remember correctly, there's only maybe Batman Beyond or something where they slept together once and there's a comment about it. But other than that, they never have a relationship. And that's, yeah, that, it shouldn't be. There's some weird, like, I think I mentioned it before, and it, it probably got retconned because they, they've been coming out with newer Batman Beyond comics lately. But uh, I believe they're like something like, well, why hasn't why haven't Bruce? Why haven't you talked to Barbara? And why isn't Dick here? And like there's like a flashback where Barbara's like, oh, hey, uh, Bruce, I'm pregnant. And Bruce is like, congratulations. I'll tell tell Tim I'm happy for him. Tim's only been in town for like two weeks and I'm three months pregnant. And he's like, oh, <laughs> isn't that the Batman Beyond movie? No, that's a comic. Okay. Yeah, it's a comic. I specifically remember that panel. I, I swear to God. It came up somewhere I brought in up one of the time. chats, like somebody sent it. I almost died laughing because it was the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't normally do it. And I'm more okay with that because she's older at that point. And so then it bothers me less. But when you're in your like early 20s, you're much more manip- you can be much more manipulated by someone that's older. Also. All right. I think it bothers you because he's known her since she was 17. Younger. Younger. Since she was in her teens, if he had just met her and she was 21, it wouldn't bother you as much. Oh! So what you're telling me is Batman is a fucking groomer? Yes! (laughs) And this he is! There we go! (laughs) Well, no. No. Because he didn't want it until he did. Until she took her top off and he was like, alright, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? Yeah, and Joe posting the in the chat the the image. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Now, if I may, go ahead, Ken. Sure. May I rebut your defense? My, I rebutted my own defense. To be honest here, so fair enough. Now, permission to go absolutely fucking ham on this opening. Engage. Don't. Yet. All right. Step one. Let's talk about who this movie is for. What is the target audience of this movie? Not women. (laughs) Fair enough. People who like the Joker. People who like the Joker. Okay, if they know the Joker, they know. Batman. And if they know Batman, they know. Batgirl? So why the fuck do you need a sequence telling everybody who Batgirl is? (laughs) We fucking know. For all the random people that are going to go see this in theaters for that one day event. Oh, for the one day event, the one day yeah. event that caters to super fucking fans, <laughs> that one day event. They had to make sure they get their money in the Fathom event, you know. Look, look, Ken, some guy took his girlfriend for their like seven month like being together <laughs> to go see this movie. OK, I'm sure his girlfriend didn't understand who's probably was his fiance and now is his wife. <laughs> didn't know who Batgirl was. So it makes some kind of sense. All right. Okay. (laughs) Fine. Fine. (sighs) But for every one that succeeded, I guarantee you that five other couples that saw this movie together on a first viewing are not together anymore. (laughs) You know, because it's horrible. It's day by day, Please write to us. If someone did that, tell us. I, I would, you can I, find us in the Discord, because I don't I check the email. <laughs> you, we have an email. I don't know what the password is anymore, but we do have an email. There is a game my mom found at yahoo.com. Did I not tell you to let me be control of that? Look, so. just let me be in control of that. Send me the pa- or the username and whatever. We'll get it figured out. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So that's Wait, step can, one. 
Yeah, no, wait, hold on. I, I actually would feel fucking bad for whatever dude thought it would be a good idea to take his girlfriend to this Batman movie. Because this also isn't teased in any of the trailers. No! There's nothing about this in the trailers. So imagine taking your girlfriend and there's a full-on sex scene of a girl with a dude who's the same age as her dad. <laughs> and you're just looking... Oh, no. Like, oh. like close to it. It's, close it's, her, it's her dad's friend, though. Like, he's yeah. like... Yeah, he's like 40. Her dad's like 50. They're contemporary. They know each other. They know each other very well. Yeah. Okay. So that's like. I didn't think of it that way, but it's gross now that you decided to point it out to me. Thanks so much. Yeah. Some someone on this podcast told me to look at it that way, and it's, it was Ken, and I thank him every day for that because it is a fucking <laughs> gross thing to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if it was supposed to be women empowering because she pushes them down and then yeah. takes off her shirt. Okay. Like, I mean, okay. I think it was, but it's not. I think they tried, but it's not. Look, I've been there. All right. I get it. Titties. We love them. <laughs> you know, those of us here who love them. I like titties. See? There you go. There you go. Even our token gay loves titties. <laughs> <laughs> what chance does fucking thing, Batman okay? have? <laughs> what chance does Batman have? None. <laughs> Okay, she had the ugliest bra on ever. It was like a granny bra. <laughs> okay, are you going to wear your nice let's bra. fuck bra under your latex crime fighting outfit? I mean, it could have been a little more nicer, like not. It so probably could have, but she wasn't <laughs> planning on taking down the bat that night. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity presented itself, and she did it. They, I mean, they do foreshadow it with with the token gay guy earlier, where it's like. Her friend at you know at the library that doesn't need to be there. Does he have a name? Um, no. Gay. gay. No, guy. he does not. In gay fact, guy. okay, I wasn't remember. I didn't want to keep calling him gay guy if he actually had a name. <laughs> no, no. Here's the worst part. They included that character in this story just because they wanted a token gay character. Also, the the whole joke of like the yoga thing. Since I just read the comic, because in here later on when stuff happens, she, she's going exercising, but in the how they keep saying yoga in the comic when she her friend is coming because they're going to go do yoga together. So they took that, took the word yoga, changed it, and put yoga everywhere. Like, oh, yeah, we're, we're doing yoga. You know, I think my biggest problem with that is that you could have literally done anything because yoga is, like, the stupidest fucking thing you could, like, use in this excuse. You could literally say it's like, oh, I'm getting, like, a fucking tutor for criminal justice and i'm really into him that would make more sense because obviously barbara well i mean the yoga thing i doubt this is what they were thinking about there was a guy who got charged with a bunch of sexual offenses uh who's an indian guy who was doing yoga for fuck i forgot his name but that's fine yeah and that's and that's i mean i know that's not what they're referencing but that's what i thought about when they said it like okay retain the weirdest information yes and you can't remember what I want you to buy at Walmart. Nope. I can't tell you that guy's not in prison. He went back to India. That's good. It, I can tell you that it, much. It's ADHD. Trust me, I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> how you make four podcasts a week some days. <laughs> okay. right, hold on. Ken, Ken was going on a tangent. We need to get this train back going. Go ahead, Ken. Okay, go, go. <laughs> All right. So before I get too much further, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure pretty that sure. that character's name is Reese. The token gay. <laughs> See, is he in something else? No. And this is going to sound horrible, but I'm going to say it anyway. The IMDb picture of the person who plays him. It is a presumably male bodied figure with more than two colors in his hair. 
So I'm just going to go and assume that the voice actor for Reese, the token gay, has multiple colored hair. And shame on Warner Brothers for doing that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> but I'm also drinking, so that's okay. I think I know where he's going with this. <laughs> okay, I do too. But, like, it just doesn't... But he's making me think too much. My problem with it is, like, the guy doesn't need to be... Like, I'm fine with him being there, but he should be more, like, interacting with her, where really you just I have... I loved him. I love that character. I, it was funny. You just have two scenes. Funny. She bitches at him. All right, now. Wait, hold on. Joe, uh, I feel I'm... like you're going to say what I'm about to say, so I'm going to let you go. Oh, no. Well, maybe. First thing is, I went to IMBD and looked at this picture, and yes, I completely agree with uh, Ken. This guy is probably some form of the LGBT community. By the way, yes, his name in the movie is Reese. So yes, his name, his, name, his name in the movie is Reese. He also voices Boss Baby, so it's whatever. Anyways, um, I will also agree with Reese, where uh, he says, he makes a comment that uh, straight people are weird, and I completely agree with that. <laughs> True. I mean, I agree with that as well. <laughs> but it's straight as, TM, not not all straight people. It's straight TM. Right. Like the cravenly straight. <laughs> I don't understand where we're going with this. <laughs> anyway, keep going again. Okay. gay character, I thought offensive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, cool. So this is just going to be a a stereotype. That's that's yeah. nice. Again, this thing was typical. Also, it's the idea like this wouldn't pa- this wouldn't pass the Bec- the Bechtel test either, because <laughs> you also never see her friend. You never see her talking to her friend. You know, the, the woman Colleen is supposed to meet up with her when she gets you know almost murdered. Like you don't have any of that. You just have her talking to you know Reese, complaining about her boyfriend that's not her boyfriend. Exactly. Oh my! Th- this does not only fail the Bechtel test. It like lights it on fire, puts it in a trash can, and kicks out. <laughs> Kicks it out of its fucking window. Yeah, because not only are they talking about a relationship, but they're talking about one of their father's close friends, implying that Barbara has daddy issues. So how do you solve them? Yeah, fuck daddy's friend. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it goes that way sometimes. Most of the time. This is more and more feels like what Joe said. Five guys got into a room together and said, how can we write, you know, this? And then Make not five guys. For women. One guy. <laughs> one guy. Like five guys. One guy. Brian Azzarello, oh, five guys. who has done great work in comics before. Like, he wrote 100 Bullets. He wrote some Joker stuff. Look, WB approved it, so that's that's what that's really what matters. He probably wrote some schlock, and they were like, okay. And he's like, no, wait, I was kidding. And then they made it. Well, that's how Barbara Gordon got shot Maybe he had, like, in the comic book. <laughs> yeah, you're right, because it was just, I think, I remember you told me this before, that it was just kind of a joke and he said yeah go for it and he's like what yeah like originally oh my god alan moore was like uh i'm gonna you know shoot barbara and paralyze her and like the dc was roughly and i may be roughly paraphrasing or i may be directly quoting kill the bitch i'm not surprised was the response from dc now <clears throat> i'm not done <laughs> okay but to be fair i do only have one final step the most absolutely damning reason why this part of the movie is so bad everybody we'll give you time pause this podcast right now go look at wikipedia look at the plot none of this is in there oh I at all shit. at all for the movie none of that barbara gordon stuff where she fucks batman is listed on wikipedia in the plot not even where she gets shot where she gets shot, yeah, but that's part of the actual book. Oh, you're right. They completely... What the... F- how do you skip that? 
What the fuck? They wanted people it's to watch it. Well, Wiki is done by fans, right? They wanted Wikipedia, yes. yes. But, you know, they mention it later on in the reception part. They're trying to block it out of their memory. That's just weird. Why would you just skip that? <laughs> because it's bad. Someone writes, instead of humanizing her, the prologue turns Barbara Batgirl into a comic book cliche. The female character that feigns complexity, but given an example role, is only viewed through a sexual lens. Yeah. Which, again, brings up my very famous quote on this podcast. Oh, don't Barbara say Gordon. Hmm? Don't say it. I hate this word. Go ahead and say it, though. All right. Barbara Gordon being used as the Bat Family's fleshlight. Oh. <laughs> this has come up before, by is the way. Really? Yeah, <laughs> and the first time I heard it, like, my whole body crinkled inside because Ken's right. Yes, that's all. Because, <laughs> and this movie really like you're like, like she gets knocked out at one point in this movie. She falls through a really stupid trap. We're like, I got a present for you. Like, oh, you got a present? Let's go break into this building. Go see my present. Like, what the? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> when I watched this t- yesterday and today, I'm like, wait a second. This is this is this is dumb. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. She was so eager to prove herself so, and prove Batman wrong. I, and she was I'm, like, fuck it. I'll just get killed. <laughs> I'm going to say the stupid villain for this movie, though, is actually a pretty decent villain. Only for four reasons, uh, mainly, I can think of. One, I know Mike's going to hate. <laughs> so, what's his name? Franz, Franz Goots. Oh, Paris Friends. Paris Friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's first introduced as this skinny-jawed, you know, pompadour-wearing kid who's, <laughs> supposed to, who's supposed to be the nephew nephew of a mafia boss. If you don't catch a couple things that are creepy about him, the first thing being is that this motherfucker carries my he didn't put a fucking content warning before this goddamn video, by the way. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I we'll, we'll record should. one at the end and then you can yeah. just cut it in. His dude pulls out rape spray and sprays Barbara and implies that this dude carries that on him at all times. Mm-hmm. He proves a good point to his, to, I guess, like his uncle's henchman that he's making him. I don't know. The whole time I was thinking of John Wick, the first movie where his uncle didn't know that they keep trackers in fucking armored cars, so everyone in the mafia just needs to fucking die, which in itself is a really good point. <laughs> but the the you know the soup de soleil of this whole goofy motherfucker is just to prove that he's a fucking freak is whenever they hire hookers, he specifically got him a redheaded one and she had to carve a Batman mask out of a pillow casing or whatever. Yeah, which in itself that. is yeah, when itself is just fucking gross. That's gross. I was like, ew. <laughs> All right, you guys are going to be mad at me, but I good. laughed at that. I did, too. I did, too. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> like, everybody's got their stuff, all right? I get it. I don't judge. It's fine. I had no problem with this part, so. What, the Batgirl? The fact that he wanted the, the, the woman to have a mask or did that. Like, I'm like, okay. I mean, it does, I don't think it hurts the movie to show that, you know, he's... He has a king. Yeah. He's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't hurt the movie. a real mask. Couldn't afford it. He only had millions upon millions of dollars. <laughs> they're, you they're know, not... when you're super rich, you gotta make sure you hold all that money and keep it for yourself. Yeah, okay. You know, even though you stole it from your uncle, who's a mob. But hey. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, he he also had another really good point, which was if my uncle needs money, why doesn't he sell the shit that he keeps in the safe? <laughs> <laughs> Valid point. Because he didn't need money. Just, I know, but he you... pretended he needed. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to get money. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was That's just what my brother. Did. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so is this is this is this the end of the movie? Because I'm pretty sure you know we we got we pretty much skimmed most of this fucking shit that I hate. Uh, well, the only last thing to say is like the the 
<laughs> this is kind of a joke to me, but when she finds out that Batman's in trouble and she's on the other side of the city, I was like, okay, is she gonna, you know, start gliding to the to the where he's at, where she's all the fire? I'm like, oh yeah, sorry, this isn't a Batman game. <laughs> so that went through my head. Oh, she's gonna start gliding. I'm like, oh, wrong thing. But then you have the whole final part where when she goes and rescues him, his Batman gets shot and he you know, almost gets taken out. And then the whole thing where like, oh, we skipped a sex scene. Yeah, we talked about it though, off and on. Yeah, well, the sex. The sex scene's supposed to provide some form of humanizing Batman as well, because he has the whole, you stare, you stare in the abyss and it stares back, it freaks you the fuck out. <sighs> like, Bat, Bat, Batman's not allowed to like women just because he's Batman, and he's well, like, he's oh. he's in love with Joker, that's why. <laughs> I mean... We'll get there, babe. We'll get there. We haven't gotten the second half yet. Just wait. There's plenty of that coming. I've been trying to hold it in. I know it's hard. It's super hard. But, no, like the sex scene, it's just unnecessary. Like we said earlier, like, I don't know. I, I guess the point is to put more distance between them and have her quit being Batgirl, except when she gets shot in the comics, she is Batgirl, I feel like. Maybe it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't say in the comics, so. But she was at the time, I think. I don't know. Like, ultimately. It doesn't matter no. when she was bad girl or not. The fact that she's James Gordon's daughter is enough to yeah. be, you know, okay. Yeah, that's the whole idea of what he's going for in the Killing Joke. But, but you have that, and like the whole thing where like you have him beat, where you have her beating the shit out of Paris, France, like that whole part, like where she almost kills a guy, and then when you see Monty music, he's like, "I love you, bad girl." <laughs> I, I'm sorry, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> and he was all beaten. Oh, was- I mean, I'm okay with him being a piece of shit. I'm okay with that. I just don't like the fact that she falls for it so much where he's like, you can't, like, where Batman comes, like, you can't have a villain obsessed with you. And I was like, uh, Joker, buddy? Joker? Like, he's obsessed with you. I mean, you better take yourself off the case, huh? Look, <laughs> look we, we've all seen what it's like to have a buff woman beat the shit out of you. Have you seen the new Supergirl? God, that woman could Not spit, yet. that woman oh. could spit in my fucking breakfast every morning and I'd die a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> no now, before we get to the rest of the movie, I do want to talk about what Bruce Tim said about this beginning part of the movie. Is it bad? He said, and I quote, we are aware that it's a little risky. There's definitely some stuff in the first part of the movie that's going to be controversial. Here's where we came down on that specific issue. It was really important to us to show that both of the characters make some pretty big mistakes. I mean, Batman's parental skills aren't that great. Maybe never having any kids of his own, he doesn't realize that if you tell a kid not to do something, that's going to make them want to do it even more. And then Barbara makes some mistakes, and he kind of overreacts to her mistakes, and then she overreacts to his reaction. So it's very human. It's a very understandable story. It's tricky because it's messy. Because relationships are sometimes messy. I've never said this before in my life, but fuck you, Bruce Tim. That's <laughs> bullshit. I feel like this was something where it, they were kind of forced to do it, and it was like, I gotta write something. I gotta explain myself. <laughs> like, I'm... Mm, this, this upset me so much. It didn't need to happen. No, it didn't need to happen. I guess they if also they, didn't want to release a, a movie that was under an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They fixed this in the in the Death of the Family Blu-ray, where they did Death of the Family and then some other fucking stories. <laughs> <laughs> Just do that here. Oh, you mean do the weird Killing choose- Joke and like a bullshit other story? 
Just do another Joker story. Yeah, do another Joker story. There's plenty of them. You you could have the first half being like something of the Joker threatening Barbara in the first place. Not have a sex scene and then like basically have it to where he's captured and then have it be like six months later. And that's the, where the whole like beginning freakout starts. Also, I, that, I do got to state like when this movie starts off, like you're probably not expecting how this went or something. There's some kind of line like that when the movie starts yeah. off. Yeah. Also, the audience being like, it's probably not what you thought was coming since we didn't tell you. There's nothing in the previews oh. about this. That just it made me angry. It made me angry. It didn't need to be there. And that sort of little smile and nod to, ho, ho, you're not ready for this. No, I'm not, because fucking stupid. <laughs> I expect better from you. All of you involved in this movie, I expected better. <laughs> and I also didn't realize that the first scene that I thought was the killing joke isn't from the comics. The part where when you first get introduced to Harvey Bullock in this movie and he ends up, they find like the, what, three or four dead guys in a storage unit. Mm-hmm. That's not in the comic. Nope. I thought it was when I watched this. I'm like, oh, that's where the comic starts. And I went and read the comic after. I'm like, no, that's not where the comic starts. So I'm okay with that. That got kind of dark. I'm like, okay, but this, you know, even though it's not in the comic, it still fits this to show that Joker was up to something, I guess. Expanded on that. They could have. (laughs) Yeah. You could have had some story where they're tracking down murders that happened before that were done by Joker. Yeah. And kind of do like rehash of different events where they fought Joker before. A lot of flashbacks. That would have worked. It would have been fine. (laughs) You they didn't have stuff where they Joker things. with Barbara Gordon. That would have been fine, too. I was going to say, Batgirl could have still been there. And kicked his ass instead. Yeah, that would have been fun. To give him a reason why he does what he does. That would have been super fun. But instead, we got to have her go, oh, he smiled at me. Oh, I'll try. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's so, how it works with women. Yeah, you just smile at them. And they go, oh, no, it doesn't yeah, work that way. It didn't work with Joker. Smiles at everybody. <laughs> oh, everybody yeah, has guns. You know what you do? You know what you do to make this a, a full-length movie? some of the fucking Haunted Night stories. Those stories are all better than this. Okay, those are good. Solved your problem. Solved your problem. <laughs> so, put at the end. I, I have a weird, like, segue into the killing joke now. The actual killing joke now. The actual one. Sure. I have seen people... So this has this has bad reviews on, on most things. You know, people say it's bad. And when I look up the reviews, it's not only people shitting on the first part, it's also people shitting on the second part. They shouldn't be. And a lot of it's because people said they're like, oh, well, you know, Kevin Conroy and and uh, Mark Hamill don't sound very good in this. And I think I know what it is. And it's I think part of me wants to believe it's something that doesn't work in animated form. The age? No, not at the age. Is that Batman, Batman and Joker's dialogue in this whole in this technically in all the killing joke is really like 80s wonky. Like they're not. Whenever Batman's talking about the Joker, the Joker's talking about his life. He's not talking at the person. He's like talking to the person reading the book, and it looks weird done like animated wise because you're 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 kind of having this weird feeling of it being like, well, why is why is Batman telling Gordon this like when he's kind of off screen? Because it's technically they're not telling Gordon; it's telling you, the person who's reading the book, the killing joke. Yeah, and didn't bother me like. I also like the whole flashback with Joker every so often how you get a little part of the story, because, again, it's one of those it's one of those classic, you know, t- stereotypes or not stereotypes, but God, I can't think of the word I want to say. Classic version of writing where you can't trust the narrator who's telling you the story. Oh, tropes, tropes. You're looking for tropes. tropes. Yes. 
Yes, the trope of the unreliable and narrator. That's why I have no problem with it. Also, like in this, I don't. You can see it like they're eating lobster multiple times. So I went and Googled it because I know at one point lobster was a cheap thing. Not in the era this would take place in. Because let's say here this take place in like people. Yes, but even him who has no money with his wife is eating lobster. I thought uh, people gave it. No. How do you know? Because it doesn't say it. he doesn't meet them until after that. Oh, I, 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 have a, I have a funnier one for you then, Mike. It's not even that because I caught it. Ken, did you catch it? Catch which? So the Joker very much is an unreliable narrator because so he you have the first flashback where he's talking to his wife in this really rundown apartment. That's the apartment that's upside down when yes. Batman's fighting the Joker. Mm-hmm. Did the Joker recreate that? Or did he no. see that and think that that's what his original apartment looked like? Because in that apartment, the Joker throws like shrimp and it's like it's the same thing that was in the pot. He throws it in Batman's face. Yeah, I thought he recreated it. He didn't. No, I think it's just he saw it and he's just lying to you and telling you the story. Oh, I thought I assumed he recreated it. <laughs> I think that's what you're supposed to assume. But I, I feel like the bigger picture is that it's don't trust the narrator. Well, oh, there- I know we can't trust the Joker. But still. <laughs> well. It, it goes along a lot, a lot of lines, and it basically revolves around the Joker. One of them being into, I, I'd rather go into beats of the movie than like all all over, where it's all over is. But uh, what is it? What was the other example that was a really good one that I can think of? It was, oh shit, I can't think of it now. <laughs> well, one thing I want to bring up is just like the way that this movie opens up. Because the way the comic starts off and the way that where this movie connects it to it is when he's driving to Arkham Asylum to meet Jim Gordon. Like, that's where the comic takes place. And I didn't realize this because I hadn't run the comic in a while, two years, that it's word for word almost from the comic. Yes. Yeah. They change so, up some, but they keep a lot of the dialogue the same. So let me ask you this. Why would you devote yourself so slavishly to recreating the comic book and then make that beginning part of the movie? They were lazy. I don't get it. <laughs> lazy not the right word. It's more of just... I wonder if it was corporate something. Somehow corporate got involved and made them add more. Well, I thought that's what always is. So, I mean, that's why Su- Suicide Squad, the first 2016 one, is so rough because corporate got way too involved with that movie. Yep, and they let a trailer company cut it. Yep. Boo. Because I I'll never forget. I was listening to Comic Conspiracy podcast, which back when the movie came out, and. Right before, after it came out, they said they had a friend who saw the movie in early screen. He's like, that is not the movie I saw. <laughs> He's like, I, we saw a completely different version of this movie. <laughs> and then and then we went and saw it in theaters when it actually came out. Yeah. He's like, what the hell? He's like, the movie I saw is way better than this. <laughs> and they have never released any other version other than that theatrical version of that movie. So. so if I could just bend the ear of the listeners here and anybody from Warner Brothers release the air cut, you Fucking cowards. <laughs> yeah, because... So that... I really do feel like this was more corporate just getting involved because the movie is very, very accurate to the comic. I mean, it hits a little differently in the movie when Batman starts narrating, like, you know, we're going to kill each other one day. Like, something's going to happen. I don't know. It's going to be me. It's going to be you. It doesn't have the same context, I feel, in this film because you don't have enough of what happened before because a movie is different than a comic. But... I still like it. Like I still, it's still so chilling when he goes in that room and he touches his hand while he's talking and then sees the makeup is on his glove and not, on, and it's not the real Joker. Like, and he's like, the guy's like, don't harm a hair in his head. And he throws him the wig. Like that is all still great. <laughs> I like yeah. It. I, I mean, there was stuff that was really good in, in this killing joke stuff. And 
And I can't believe how much they recreated it almost panel for panel at times. It's strange. I I wasn't I I hadn't, I hadn't read the Killing Joke yet, and I know you guys technically did that. Uh, but for people who haven't read the Killing Joke and use this as a reference for their first time to being introduced to it, one of the other things that people notice is that this technically does become Joker's backstory. Like as much as it isn't like really his backstory, they use some of it. They use the idea of it of him having fucked up backstories for the Dark Knight, and then you even have, I believe, the the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie is also loosely based like this too, right? Yeah, especially the whole "all you need is one bad day" that yeah. was very much in the Joaquin Phoenix version and of the Joker. I'm not going to go in details, but I and I'm not going to say spoilers, but I'm going to say there is a comic that makes one part of something that happens in this movie or besides the, that's canon. So there's something that happens in, in the killing joke that they did great. Can- they didn't make it as canon in a form years later. I have one. I have one funny joke, but I also have one misremembrance, and we'll get there when we get there. But, but like also like with everything with that, like how, you know, they did a good job of really incorporating the scenes. And I, I really like some of the stuff to do with it. I really like, just how like they when especially when he's looking for Joker when you realize Joker's escape and you have these different scenes of him going places just to how they bring stuff I just really liked it I mean they really expanded on the couple panels and like there's that one scene they do in this where they're like yeah Joker normally comes here when they're talking to hookers and Batman's like why and they're like uh, what do you think buddy <laughs> I don't understand that <laughs> to, I guess that's not in the comic either by the way the, the Joker likes women what what no, I thought he only liked Batman yeah he makes them dress up in Batman's costume. <laughs> so you see, it's not the Batman and Joker that are like, it's Joker and Paris Franz, both of whom want to sexually assault Barbara. <laughs> see, that's where the beginning comes from. So, no, no. And that whole scene, like, they created it pretty good, like, where you have... Where Barbara's over at, or Jim Gordon's over at Barbara's apartment. I think that's what it was, right? Or no, Barbara yeah. hit his apartment. I think Jim was at hers. Okay. And like when he comes, like the whole thing where he's doing the whole scrapbook, I mean, that's straight from the comic, mm-hmm. you know, the scrapbook thing. Yeah. People Because scrap- this wasn't the 2000s. And, yeah. I know, but you want to like memorialize your failures. Like it's all of when Joker escapes. Yeah. No, 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 he he memorializes all the fucking cool shit he sees. As a goddamn <laughs> man dresses a bat and another man dresses a clown duking it out in the city, I'm gonna have a fucking scrapbook of that. <laughs> okay, fine, fair, fair enough. <laughs> so you have something to point to in your even older age and be like, "Hey, see that? I know that guy." <laughs> Okay, Grandpa, sure, whatever. <laughs> no, he dressed like a bat. You don't understand. He fought crime. And like in that ish, in that panel, the you picture. Grandpa's having a bad day today. <laughs> is that supposed to be the panel from the first? Because I know Joker, I think, is introduced in Batman number one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah that that's that's bad. That's the like a mock up of the original like Batman taking the Joker away. Okay, that's even, what I was like, wondering. I've never read any of that early stuff, and I never will because I'm sure it's horrid. So. <laughs> I can't. I tr- I, one time I went through a phase. I want to read the early Avenger comic. I got six issues in. I said, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> I won't. Yeah. It looks oh, like you could. These comics on the wall. You're never gonna read. No, of course not. They're just there to look cool. Oh, I see. <laughs> what, what's wrong, Captain America? Well, you see, Iron Man. I'm just not really having a good day. Well, it looks like you need a good old dicking from Iron Man, Captain America. You know what, Steve? <laughs> I think I do. 
like it wasn't a dicking. It was some hard dick. <laughs> it was some- that, that was slang back in the day for a good talking to. <laughs> What's a slang now for, huh? Yeah. It really wasn't slang back then. <laughs> we're, not pretend- we're not pretending it is because that's great. <laughs> it was a modern creation, somebody having a joke, and it was fun. But yeah, no. no. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin it for you. <laughs> but just get up to the scene that we have to talk about, like the, the part. Well, I guess you had the part earlier on. We have like the Joker showing like the whole amusement park. I do like that where he's buying it. You know, and he's like, here, let's shake on it. And then he just kills the guy and leaves him there forever. I just want to know how many pairs of gloves this guy has. He just keeps taking his gloves off. Well, he, he has like a needle thing he has in his on his hand. So I'm assuming he takes that part off. Maybe yeah, it was the whole glove. Later on, he had like one of those joke buzzer things and he took that glove off. He's a Joker. <laughs> yeah. He just keeps replacing his gloves, or he has them all underneath. He just puts on new ones for depending on the on the on the app. And what are you going for that day? <laughs> yes, he get them. They're, they're funny. They're they're joke. That and he does them. That's why he's the joke er, not the joke e. <laughs> but I still really like that scene when he buys when they buy the amusement park. And he's like, yeah, we we signed up. Your your friend signed the paperwork an hour ago. Like we already own this place. <laughs> I'm not paying you anything. Also, you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> you're frozen in time. Mm-hmm. So, so we we're gonna care. get we're gonna get into several questions that I hope hope y'all can answer for me because I'm oh a little God. bit confused and a little bit toasty right now. Did the weird, did the huh? jo- yeah weird right? Did the Joker mean to paralyze Barbara? Was he trying to kill her? I assume paralyzed because of where he pushes the gun. I'm assuming as well that he meant to paralyze her. Likewise, that's a very specific place that if you shoot her, it would sever the spinal cord. Because I also think I think Batman tells Gordon something along the lines of yeah like yeah the the bullet hit like in a way that it was meant to paralyze her. I didn't know if that was actually true or not, or if that was just Batman assuming. I think that's what they're going. I mean, I think that's what he's going for. Yeah. Also, in the comic, they never talk about her being a librarian. That was all added just to in the early part that Ken loves, just to have the <laughs> bullshit part when he shoots her and he and he makes all the librarian puns while she's dying. Yeah. Because, you know, when she she hit the coffee table, he's like, oh, you know, trouble with librarian. They think they're the coffee table edition. And he's like, oh, this one's got a hole in the jacket. If you know what, though, that's Mark Hamill being punny. And I appreciate it. I mean, it's also in the comic. Yeah. But yeah, no, he Mark Hamill does a good delivery. Very good. I like him as a voice Oh, he does a great job. Because if I ever met him, he'd be signing on something like that instead of damn Star Wars. <laughs> Just telling you. Yeah, that's okay. He's a no. <laughs> I'm a Star Wars fan, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm going to we'll say one Star Wars thing and we're going to move past it, all right? <laughs> I'm only going to say one Star Wars thing and we're going to move right past it. Mike, feel free to edit this out because it's going to start a fight. Oh, dear. Here we Last go, Jedi right? is the best Star Wars movie, period. That is? The Last Jedi? You're, you're, you're not wrong, but those last 20 minutes don't exist in my fucking goddamn part of the world. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I'm watching it later this year, so but I don't. I'll agree with that. And then you can hear everything he thinks about it. Yes, we'll say that for you. Yeah, know what? I don't really ask to be on a lot of movie episodes, but that one, please. Okay. <laughs> I am probably one of the most avid defenders of The Last Jedi. You know what? I'll get drunk and agree with you on that, Ken, because I can. I probably somewhat agree with you with that. So Batman. Batman. So Batman. <laughs> so, Batman uh, so I have a very funny joke. Would you like to hear the funny joke? Sure. Tiffkin. What? Oh yes, yes. Funny joke, please. Of course. I was like, are we going to hear the funny joke? Nope. <laughs> so, so in this next scene, you have uh, 
they've never they don't say the Joker's name. So we have the the pre Joker where he's talking to these mafia bosses and they're trying to get him to become uh, the most badass villain known to my ma- my own mankind, the Red Hood. Because they basically do that all the time where I think it's established in one of the later Batman comics that the Red Hood gang is just a bunch of guys who pretend to be the leader and Rob Banks. But then the police call the Joker over and these mobsters look very confused. And when he comes back, he says that his wife died because of a bottle warmer. Do you guys know who created that bottle warmer? That's right. It's Wayne Tech. Uh, what? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Wait, how did you find that out? No, I'm just, I'm just saying it'd be it. That should have been in this because it's kind of oh. fucking funnier. Because it, <laughs> it, it, it plays more into the oh, it really is Bruce's fault that the Joker beat yes. the Joker. Well, it's not because then they have a reason for being obsessed with Batman. <laughs> so he doesn't know Batman is Bruce Wayne. So yeah, That's true. But I, I remember like he really does though. Oh yeah. I, I remember it being the other way around where he joined the Red Hood gang and then he ends up falling in the vat. And then when he gets home, he finds out that his wife has been murdered. The comic um, is the same as the movie. Yep. The comic okay. is absolutely the same. He gets pulled out of the bar and uh, they're like, uh, yeah, she died. I'm sorry. And then pause. And he's like, what? What? And what it, am- it's great. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Is that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker? I'm not sure because he I doesn't s- have a a wife he just has a mother maybe i'm maybe i'm thinking of fucking maybe i'm thinking of a what the fuck is it called the dark knight something about like his his wife gets hit the the pre-joker the the original uh when when he was helping the gang rob the bank the getaway car hit his wife and so it's technically his fault kind of the whole one bad day thing that it's not dark knight it's from something though it sounds familiar right yeah like I'm almost certain it's from another Batman story because I don't remember exactly which story the Joker says it in, but there's one where he says he likes his past best viewed as multiple choice. That's uh, in this. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they pull a lot from this, but like every Joker story in the entire history of Batman, not just this one, but any Joker story is automatically suspect because it's the Joker telling you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's crazy, so you don't know if he's actually remembering correctly or telling the truth. Yeah, like the war in jokes and riddles, it kind of plays on that too in the comic, and we cover that. Fucking war in jokes and riddles. I wish more people would read that book. It's and yeah, so that, good. that is what that is what Mike is talking about, or what that is what is Mike talking, talking about. about? You were talking about Mike. Uh, Ken asked a question in the chat, and yes, it is that. That's what that's what Mike. Oh, talking. that's not war in jokes and riddles, but yes, that is. I just didn't get there yet. He but yes. needs more water or something. <laughs> I have more beer. This is why I don't record while I'm drinking, usually. No, you have more beer. You only had, like, two. What's wrong with you? This is my second one. I've had one and a half, madam. Yes. And so. I've had almost a half a bottle of root beer and fireball. You drink better than I can, so. <laughs> <laughs> there is that, too. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I'll drink you at our buddy. <laughs> yes. But also, like, the thing where... <laughs> <laughs> I carried him up the stairs. <laughs> but, also... <laughs> but also, the thing with, with, with like, when he shoots her, that scene is more intense in this movie than it is in the in the book. God is it intense with everything where they beat up Gordon and then he starts undressing her. I mean, then it cuts there, but like the fact that he, he takes pictures of her while she's being undressed, like see the pictures later. Yeah, I mean it's all meant to fuck with Gordon, but it's just it it's still tough. In this like in the comic book, they show the pictures and they're not explicit, but Barbara is clearly in a state of undress. 
one one thing I want to comment too was uh, I agree with Mike is the the look of of it happening. They nailed that Joker like dark eye shining ghoul look in this. It looks at first I, when I first saw in the trailers I didn't like it, but when I actually watched the movie I was like, oh, this is actually really fucking terrifying. Yeah, they they do a good job of making somebody wearing a Hawaiian shirt yeah. with a camera really really terrifying. <laughs> it so, was a little scary. It, it works. It works really well. Because at yeah. first you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why is he wearing a Hawaiian shirt? He's and on vacation. It's oh. such an iconic look. Like, you're this is... Casting. It's no. a costume in one of the Injustices. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the first Injustice. That's that's one of his uh, DLC comics. Yeah. That's cool. So, like, you know, you can fight as him wearing this outfit. I don't know why you'd want to, because <laughs> those tabs are not with it. But... <laughs> oh, and then we forgot the most important part. After the Joker took those lewd pictures, he shaved off Barbara's eyebrows. Uh, what? What? I didn't catch that. Me too. I didn't she, catch that. Yeah, go go look at her in like in like the bed. She doesn't have any eyebrows. It's really weird. Oh. Why? Why would you shave somebody's eyebrows? I mean, it was a joke, but it does look like her eyebrows are shaved off. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's like, makes I'm it just, weirder. He's like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, the comic did it better when he approaches her in the hospital. He tells Harvey to leave, and here she goes, Batman. But in the comic, she goes, Bruce. Like, it's oh, shit. better. So I, I like that better. I do too, because in her state of mind, why would she remember to say Batman and not Bruce? Yeah. Because they slept together. So that, you know, they, there's no memory, I guess. Huh? <laughs> I got nothing. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't understand why they changed that and didn't go with Bruce, because the room is empty. I mean, would she even remember to say Batman anyways? I assume so. But it just, it, it feels more conscious. touching when she says Bruce. Well, see, you're also missing a big thing from the comic book is once the room's empty, once, you know, Bullock leaves the room. In the comic, Batman says, Barbara, can you hear me? It's me. It's Bruce. Oh. Did he say that in the movie? No. Oh, damn. No. So that's because why Batman she doesn't Bruce give a fuck. Well, yeah, because she just got hurt. But in here, because I guess... You know, he slept with her and everything else, so they guess they didn't need to put that in. I don't know. I don't get that. It makes more like, sense. Why not have it? It's such a small thing, but you're right. It does affect things. Especially like, when this comic, or not this, this movie is so close to the comic. Like, they take so much dialogue. Why not keep that in there, too? Why change that? You know, I don't get it. I can answer that, Ashley. Okay. Because fuck you. And fuck everybody <laughs> else who wanted this movie to be great. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I still gotta say, everything with the amusement park is still fucking creepy as hell. Yeah, like, the amusement park alone should get this movie in our rating. Yeah, they do such a good job with it. So does the Joker just know a bunch of freaks, or... Oh, yeah. Well, I was wondering where they come from. He's he, Joker. He's Joker. Maybe he, he bought them. Maybe they came with the park. <laughs> No, Maybe they're there. the oh nope nope they're the remnants of the Red Triangle Gang. Remember them from the, the fucking <laughs> Batman Returns? <laughs> I'll take Shut it. Up, I'll take it. It makes more sense <laughs> than the fact that he just hired these people somewhere and they're like, okay, let's let's kill people, let's torture a naked guy. You got it, boss. We're in it. He called a very specific escort service <laughs> and paid him a lot of money. And only one of them had a Batman mask on. <laughs> Three, three of them do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's just the, it's such a dark scene. Just everything, how they torture, you know, Gordon. They put a leash on him and drag him naked. And like, it's just so fucking strange in this movie. But they do. They do the scene where Joker's sitting on the pile of dolls thrown. They did that at least. It's still cooler in the comic, but I'm glad they put it in there. 
for that brief scene because that is a good part. It is a good part. And see, like, all right, I'm going to like, we know my feelings about the first half of this movie and it's Garbo and I hate it. But the second half of this movie, I honestly think is the best thing the DC animated universe has ever done. I did not expect that, by the way. I'm sure you didn't. It's a liquor talking. That's what I was thinking, too. But I'm sure he has a higher tolerance <laughs> to whiskey than I do. So. I do. 100%. But, I mean, look at it. It is such... It loves the killing joke. It treasures the killing joke. It adapts the comic book part so well. And you get the best Batman and the best Joker ever to do it. This is a love letter to the killing joke. 100%. In the second half. <laughs> in the first half, it's pissing on it. The <laughs> second half, it's... it ha- hands you a wet wipe and apologizes and then sits you down, gives you a nice dinner. Yeah. It's like, hey, baby, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You just made me so angry. I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was dark. I <laughs> That's why there's going to be a disclaimer to open you this episode. Yeah. A drunk disclaimer. But yes, there will be a, a disclaimer. Disclaimer. We're recording at the end of this, so I will be drunk by the time I say it. So. Are you putting a disclaimer at the end of this? I'm going to cut it out and put it in the beginning. So oh. don't worry about it. If so, you want, magic. I can record it. I'm still sober and annoyed. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> sober and annoyed. A good combination. <laughs> you should watch this movie again and drink whiskey every time you get upset. <laughs> I don't want to die, Mike. <laughs> it's the halfway point of the movie. Kent's like face down on <laughs> Three empty bottles next to him. I just gotta make five more minutes, and that'll be okay. (laughs) Every time the movie says something that upsets you, you take a shot. He'd be dead. (laughs) (laughs) But you're 100 right. Like they they do such a good job in in, with the Killing Joke stuff. Like they make the. (laughs) The carnival soul just creepy as hell, or amusement park, whatever word we want to use. The little Oompa Loompas on crack. <laughs> Which also, Batman kills them in this, too. Wait, he does? I didn't catch that before, but later on, after Batman shows up, when he almost falls down a trap door with Spike, you see Spike, then he throws them down there. They're dead. <laughs> are you sure? They're kind of little. And those are big spikes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what if they went in between? Yeah, I doubt that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and not like someone's coming to rescue him either, so <laughs> Yeah, you go I mean it I I mean if they're like sure they could survive, but chances are, you know, a body falling down there, they're dead. He killed probably them. fell head trace He throws all three down too. Aren't there more than three? Oh there's three of them. Three? There's three of them. Yeah, I'm positive. They just were everywhere. Alright, so they what were. I wanted to talk about real quick. Yes. Something that we breezed past was the bad computer. Okay. Yes. When and the one all the pictures of the Joker oh, yeah. that were on there, like you got Joker doing his like Smilex cosmetics from Batman 89. <laughs> you have Heath Ledger, Dark Knight Joker. You have Death in the Family over a bloody Robin Joker. You have animated series Joker looking annoyed at Harley Quinn. You have the Joker holding cards looking over his shoulder. The cover of the Ed Brubaker's The Man Who Smiles comic. Like, all of those pictures are all very specific references to Jokers of the past. And I really dug that. I didn't catch that. I saw. The, I guess I saw the Jokers. I didn't look super close because it was a fast... One reminded me really the 89 Batman. Was it the one with the seagull where he's holding the bottle? Yeah, that's yeah. 
damn near straight from 89 Batman. Like everything that was great seeing all the different nods to Jokers across various media, across various times. Like it was it was really cool to see. I really like that. Now I like it even more to know that it, you know, was from the comics. And the movies. I mean, we can't yeah. discount the I was like, just from the comics? You just you didn't listen to what he said? Or listen to what I said, apparently no. No. <laughs> it's fine. It's He's fine. not listening to anything you said. It's okay. It'll be fun when I edit this and I don't remember what the hell we did. So. <laughs> Ouch! That was my foot, damn it. It's just my phone. It's okay. No, you broke my foot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have the weirdest scene of uh, American Horror Story where uh, to call him Harvey Dent, where uh, the commissioner is, you know, being put in a wig and being put to throw the book at someone. And <laughs> because the commissioner is stupid and high on like fear pheromones, he they think he's talking about the Joker. And when he picks the book up and throws it, a pop up standee that is covered in red lipstick for some reason pops up Batman. <laughs> I, I like this part. This part wasn't in the comic, though. It's not. No. He didn't throw oh. the book at Batman? No, they don't have any of this. Um, but I'm okay with this part being added. Yeah, it looked, it looked cool. Ken, were you okay with this part being added? I mean, I wasn't as miserable as I was with the other ones, but... you know, I mean, it like, does it go along with the sense. ending part when he says, We gotta do this by the book! By the book! Like, it fits that. <laughs> and then yeah. Joker just... We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. It, it, appear, it appears Olaf does not know he's going to melt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> like the whole part where they they bring him like on the trolley cart through this super fucking long tunnel with tvs for some reason where they just have all these pictures of barbara gordon when he took he took pictures of her after he shot her like it's still super fucking intense to watch okay yeah mm-hmm. so i think you guys are i think you guys know about it i don't know if Stephanie knows do you, so that whole scene is the joker showing off pictures of Barbara Gordon in her state that she's in, right? Mm. Yes. Did either of you get the idea that he raped her? Mike pointed. I think it's insinuated. Yes. But it's never said in any form. But it's it's insinuated more in the movie than it is in the comic. So there's uh a picture of her with blood between her thighs, and I suppose that could be from the bullet wound, but that's very kind of rape specific type of wound. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um, no, so the people who one of the guys I say I had it on TikTok I couldn't find it I spent all night one night looking <laughs> for it, but one of the writers for the book came out or Inker or something came out and said that fans have argued for years whether that's what the Joker did or not, and so he was coming out and saying that that's not what happened. But the idea is supposed to be, which is still that the Joker is an unreliable narrator. So the fear from Gordon isn't the fear that his daughter was raped; it's the fear of. Did this did the Joker actually do it and not knowing because the Joker's an unreliable narrator. So even if you were to ask him, he'd probably lie to you. Yeah. yeah. It's the whole alien thing. The movie Alien. It the first movie is so effective because you barely see the alien. Most of the movie is shrouded in darkness. And what you don't see can sometimes be more terrifying than what you can see. Yeah. Yes. My favorite kind of movies. I mean, the fear of the unknown is always the greatest fear for everything. Yeah, you know, when I married you. <laughs> so, I mean, so that Whoa. does play such a big part in this. Hey, this is Drunk Tiffany. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I like this normally. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it, it's quadrupled as you drink. <laughs> Fireball, for some reason. I know this. 
It happened on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tuesdays, girls. Night. And, then, and then I broke the table. So. <laughs> but I saved the flowers. And I saved my laptop. I was playing Half Life on it when they broke the table, and I'm like, "Oh my god, my laptop! My wife just fell on the floor. My laptop's gonna catch it." Didn't care that the table almost fell on me. Laptop. See this laptop. The laptop had to be safe. Yes, I know. It's okay. You had Frankie to catch you. She was taking care of you. I was taking care of the laptop. She was on the floor with me. Yes, she helped catch you, and you fell together because you're both drunk. Okay. Now continue. We're enough about me being drunk. One thing I do really appreciate. That the comic did and the movie did differently. Like this, the very famous artwork of after the Joker gets out and he starts laughing and his fingers are in his messed up hair and his eyes are bleeding. Like that is an iconic shot from the comic book. Yeah, it is. And you just have the ha 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 in the background. I appreciate that the movie did not do that but still managed to bring that scene to life convincingly and very well, honestly. Just with the slow zoom in on the eyes, like, they did it really well in the movie. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about, so. <laughs> It's when he falls into the acid and he climbs out, you take off the mask. I know, but I have nothing to compare oh, good to point. is what I meant. Good point. Right. <laughs> well, if you read the comic book, you would know. She I won't. don't even listen to this podcast, so there's little to no chance that I'll read the comic <laughs> The only comic she's read was Watchmen Volume 1. She did read that. I did? Yeah. No, I did not. You read Volume 1 of, Wa- of not Watchmen, sorry, Sandman. I did oh. it again. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> I was like, you are lying. I am lying. Yes, Sandman. He's correct. Oh. Watchmen because I didn't even like that movie. So. No, I won't ask you to read that book. You don't need to read that. But Sand- yeah, she read Volume 1 of Sandman. She really liked that. I got halfway through Volume 2. And then that was the end of that. So that was over a year ago. So. <laughs> it was not. Was it early? Yes. It was oh. when the show came out. Oh, We're recording this in July, June of 2023, so, June. yes. So sorry. Late June. Sorry. <laughs> now, one thing I will say that the movie did add is fighting off all of Joker's carnival denizens. Not in the comic book. Okay. I liked that. I liked it, too. I thought it was like, fine. Batman just pulls up, and they run because it's <laughs> fucking Batman. I'm okay with them trying to fight him. That's fine. Yeah. Adds like a little more it. to the movie. Has a two-headed lady. Has a fat lady. The bearded lady. Does have the bearded lady? There's a bearded lady, yeah. The There's like a wolf man or something. <laughs> no, it's cool. Big Bertha. I don't think that's what she's called. That lady? Yeah. They have that. No, I mean, I, I think it's good. I mean, the whole idea is that Joker is trying to drive Gordon insane to show that a normal, you know, a sane man can have one bad day and go insane. The whole point of it, because Joker did. That was a really bad day. Yeah, I think this guy had a worse day than Joker did, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Joker did lose his wife and kid, but so. But, did he, but, though? N- <laughs> we're not going there. We're not going on that conversation because I'm drunk enough to say more than I want to say in this podcast. So. Go ahead. No. 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 That's a different, that's a different okay, story gonna, many, many years later. That, I'm not going to be on that one. No, it's a comic, not a movie. Well, I'm not going to be on that one either. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> okay. So Batman fights these denizens and whoops all their asses accordingly. Accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when they fight in the house... I that's because the comic doesn't show up, but the movie does a good job of showing it. Where, like you were saying earlier, the you know the like the upside down house they fight in when he fights the Joker is the same one that you see in the flashback. Also, when he goes through the mirror maze, it's Joker goes through the mirror maze and sees different Jokers. Where in this, Batman sees different Batman, mm-hmm. which I prefer. Or Batman sees different Jokers. I don't remember what it was in the comic, but I, I like this version better. All the tiny little Batman. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I didn't like that. Those guys are weird. 
Wasn't that, or was that in Harley Quinn? That was Harley Quinn, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure the mice that get run over? Oh, sorry, I'm the, the Hall of Mirrors sequence barely exists in the comic book. Yeah, it's very short. Like, nobody fights anybody. Batman just flies through a window or a mirror and kicks the shit out of Joker for a while. I also like how the Joker is like, he, he's not hitting the target, but he's really close whenever, because he's like telling Batman how he knows he had a bad day too. And he's like, what was it, like a brother dismembered or a girlfriend blown up? And it's like, he's he's so close, but he's just not getting it. And is he doing it on purpose? Exactly. Okay. That's the question you got to ask. Yeah, that's true. You never know. You never know what Joker. Like, sometimes he seems super smart, and then sometimes he just really doesn't. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm gonna put it out there. My whole personal fan theory with the Joker is that the Joker knows who Batman is. He just doesn't give a shit because it's more fun to play with Batman than it would be him. to Bruce Wayne. That's why he also never specifically kidnaps Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> because Bruce he wouldn't be able to play with boring. Batman anymore. <laughs> Fair. If he ends up killing the Batman, that's one thing. But if he kills Bruce Wayne, no, it's not the same. It's not as he wouldn't be as famous either. He kind of lives off of that, the attention and the celebrity. He's like a celebrity. He's Arkham Knight plays off that. Yeah, this version of I don't have as much knowledge as you guys. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. You're making some great conclusions. Yeah, but like this version of Joker is. I don't know, weird. And that's the problem. There's so many different versions of the Joker, even though they're all ostensibly the same character. None of them are. And that dealt with in an interesting way. Yeah, it really is. In the uh, graphic novel, Three Jokers. Like that, that graphic novel is fascinating. It it is. We need to cover that at some point on the show, especially now. Especially taking everything that we've talked about, how you never know which Joker is the real Joker. Like, the idea of three Jokers is very interesting. Insane, one might say. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one might say. Doesn't he get, doesn't Batman get stabbed in this too, in this movie, too, from Joker during the fight in the end? No, I don't no, think Okay, so. maybe I'll just, I remember he grabs a knife and he fights him, but I like the way the fight ends where they get pushed through the window and then Joker just stops fighting. I still love that damn joke. Oh, I was going to say, tell us that joke. I still love that fucking joke. You know, he's like, oh, you know, two men escaped from the insane asylum. And they were climbing up the roof and one guy jumped over the roof and the other guy just couldn't make it. And he says, I'll shine the flashlight for you. You can and you can walk across the light. Are you what do you think? I'm crazy. He'll just turn it off when I'm halfway across. And I still love that damn joke. I don't care. I, I think it's great. It's great I, in the comic and it's better in this movie. I want you guys to know main reason that I love doing these Batman podcasts for Game of the Mom Found is because you two are the only two people who ever agree with me on one fucking specific thing about the goddamn killing joke. What is that? That this movie ends because the movie ends the same way too where the Joker says that joke and the Joker laughs and Batman laughs and it, you see the Joker just suddenly stops laughing and it's because it's the same way in the comic because the comic goes to where the Joker's the Joker's laugh just stops and then Batman keeps laughing is that that is Batman choking out the Joker and killing him. Yup, 100%. Every other said the first time, but Mike was like, oh, he killed the Joker. And when I watched again, I was like, oh, yep, yep, he did. Everyone I've ever talked to about that scene always argues, no, no, the joke's supposed to be about Batman finally being able to laugh at this something the Joker do- does. No, he kills him. I'm like, no, it's, it's him laughing and then realizing, oh, no, I have to fucking kill him. I mean, Jason Todd... You know, points it to exactly and says, "Why don't you just fucking kill him?" Mm-hmm. And this was this this wasn't Gordon's last straw. It was 
Batman's last straw because it's true. He's finally done way too much. I like to think that Batman killed the Joker because of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my personal headcanon. <laughs> like, it's enough. I can't take it anymore. I mean, after everything he, like, well, I mean, I think that's also the more of the purpose of the opening of this is to show that, you know, Batman cared for Gordon because he slept with her, which he obviously didn't. And Batman's a piece of shit in this movie. <laughs> and, like, that's what they were going for, too. Like, oh, well, he almost, you know, he hurt the woman he loved. He didn't love her. He just went along with having sex. So, in my perspective, Joker damaged his property, and how dare he touch what was belonged to the Batman? Which is a really shitty message movie, thanks. Yeah, that is. I don't like that take. I don't, you're not what? wrong. I feel like that that Falcon reference, or the yeah, from Winter Soldier, Falcon the Winter Soldier, where he's like, "That's crazy," but he's right, or however that meme goes. <laughs> I can't remember now. I only seen that show once. I haven't seen the meme in a while. I mean, like she essentially he's way off base, is, but he's right or something. Yeah, it's something like that. But I haven't seen it in a while. Great show. <laughs> he, I get that vibe from the movie that he sees her as like he feels responsible for her, and maybe that has something to do with um robin but he's still to me she feels like property to him and just based off the movie i 100 percent see how you could come to that conclusion the movie so bad <laughs> like oh my god if we could i i toyed around with it i toyed around just skipping over that and watching from where the comic book parts start forward, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it for you, dear Thank listeners. You, <laughs> you come to me and you say, Ken, what are your thoughts? And I tell you, and I tell you truthfully, mm -hmm. I tell you from the bottom of my heart because I respect you more than I could if I lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That was very dramatic. <laughs> it was meant to be. I know. Yes. I'm, I where somewhere out there, there's a Kenneth Sanity contingent. People like listen to my episodes and they're like, yeah, I'm really happy that he's on this episode. <laughs> Who knows? There might be. Give me I a shout out, y'all. I actually have I have fans of certain guests that come on the show and certain people. So that's for sure. Oh, I'm sure they're like, fuck, Tiffany's on this episode. God damn it. No, I only know someone complained about one person. I'm not going to say anything more than that. So, uh, okay. Is it me? Did someone complain about me? God damn it. <laughs> no. It's me, right? They don't like my voice. I just knew it. They <laughs> <laughs> like your opinion about Batman they never heard before. God. <laughs> See, that's why you're on I here, because I knew we'd be bad mouth of Batman. I haven't so. said all my <laughs> Ken soon. <laughs> We're almost there. I mean, Harley Quinn last night summed it up nicely. <laughs> See, that also shouldn't do that. Watch Harley Quinn right after watching this, and then two other Batman. Yeah, they kind of blurred. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one was the oh? <laughs> what was the movie again we watched? What? Where am I? I couldn't remember which bits I was watching. Bits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I, I like the idea that he killed him. Because, again, this wasn't the story wasn't canon. This was a story that was going to be something different. I mean, it becomes canon, essentially. So that's why he didn't kill him, because Joker's alive. And then Barbara becomes Oracle at, for a while, I think, right? Yeah. But now she's yeah. Batgirl again. Or she's been Batgirl again for How a while. she's Batgirl again? Uh, because they rewrote. What, Ken? She can walk again. That's why she's Batgirl again. <laughs> well, yeah, but she never got, in, in the current canon, she never got shot, right? Not well, because. yeah, She's like better. this wasn't supposed to be canon, but then it became canon. That's why we had Oracle, because, you know, this just happened. It was supposed to be a side story, like a 
what are they calling them Elf now? World. Else worlds. Yeah. What if? What yeah. if it's Marvel? Thank you oh, very much. Yeah. So sorry. DC you, would be upset. You do have DC curtains now, so yes, I do. you know. I really do think DC should just call them what the fucks. Yeah, but like it it was adopted as canon, which I'm sure Alan Moore did not like because he, you know, he he did this for the money. And you can go out there and you can find all sorts of interviews that Alan Moore does. I like Alan Moore. I don't necessarily agree with his attitude sometimes, but he's a very smart man. He knows you mean what he's DC saying. Would want to do something to upset Alan Moore? What? What? No. That's crazy. Yes, that is why the credits for this movie say it was based on the graphic novel illustrated by Brian Boland. Well, they don't even say Alan Moore in this? Nope. That is a low fucking blow, man. No, it's not a low fucking blow. It's Alan Moore being like, I don't want anything to do with my fucking movies oh. that you make off of my properties. Okay. Keep my <laughs> pulls a Will Smith and just says, Keep my name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that, was good. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> but, you know, one thing I will be forever bummed about is I don't think the movie animation captured Brian Boland's art style. The book looks a lot more noir than this mm-hmm. could ever yeah. look. Yeah. And the book is really good. Uh, the art in the book is so good. And this is fine. <laughs> I can. Are you telling me people make motion comics out of this where they just take the dialogue from the movie and put it into some form of motion comic? Uh, why, yes. That's exactly what I would be telling you, I'm sure. I haven't mm. looked, but I'm almost positive it exists. To YouTube. Oh. I'm positive it does, too, because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's certain comics people do do make stuff like that. Or there's there's yes. things where I've thought about, but I've never done it myself. That's too much work. Where they, they show the panel, and then they narrate themselves and make a video out of it that way. Oh. People do that, too. You have a good place for that. Um, yes. There are several. Okay. I'm looking at YouTube right now. YouTube. <laughs> to YouTube. YouTube has everything. And people think, sometimes people put the actual movie on there and then download Thor The Dark World 35,000 times and go to think the movie we're looking for. <laughs> He has lots of thumbs down. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Back when they took it away, but yes. There were a fuck ton that I could see. People were so mad it wasn't the movie. Like, come on, guys. It says podcast in the title. It didn't at first. It does now because of that. Now, I will say, you know, and I may have mentioned it talking about the comic, but I'm definitely going to reiterate it here. Batman the Killing Joke is probably one of the most highly regarded Batman stories. Like, I'm just flipping through. I just typed in Killing Joke motion comic on YouTube. And I am getting so many reaction videos to the killing joke. It's astounding. Like everybody has their own take on this comic book. And ultimately at the end of the day, that's what this movie is. It's a take on the comic book. That's all I was going to say about that. Really. Okay. <laughs> Again, you are right, though. This is one of the most beloved. Like, you don't have... I doubt there's that many reactions for Batman Haunted Night on there. Uh, no. Okay. And Haunted Night's pretty fucking good. Go back and read it. Or go back and listen to our episode, too. <laughs> yeah, we did a good episode on it, too. Yeah, we did. That was a long-ass time <laughs> It was. All right, any last thing to say about The Killing Joke before we go on to Shelf Stacker Box? Fuck the first half of this movie. Okay. <laughs> um, Joe, what about you? Um, uh, No, I think I'm good. 
Oh, shelf stacker box. Oh, <laughs> oh I know what we're doing. This is going stack. I think this is fine for a first showing. I do the typical thing that I talk about where I uh I show my roommates my room. I'm trying to get my roommates loading to Batman. And same thing as when she watched this, she's just like, I don't like the fucking first part. I'm like, yep. So it's basically good to have on a stack where it's like, well, have you, do you know what the killing joke is? No? Okay, well, we have to watch the first half. Just ignore it. And you can put it on your phone and then we'll watch the whole movie. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's not going on the shelf. It's not going to be on the shelf. So it's going to go on a stack. All right. And Tiffany, what about you? Feel free to say your opinion about Batman, too, finally. <laughs> I don't know my opinion about Batman. I'm too drunk. Shelf stacker box for the movie. How about that? I'll take that, please. <laughs> I'm deciding between um, stacker box. I think it's going to go in the stack. I might watch it again someday. Who the heck knows? But I I don't like Batman as a character. He has a unhealthy obsession for Joker, and I still quite haven't figured out why. And I mean... They're, um, I think they just need to go in a room and fuck it out, maybe. Who knows? And he has mommy-daddy issues. He needs some therapy. And <laughs> clearly, he's very chauvinistic and thinks women are his property. So that's my all right. take on that. <laughs> and Ken, what about you? I've been thinking about this all day. <laughs> like, it has been bothering me. And um, <laughs> I had a bad day at work. Oh, no. It was a rough day at work. No. And was yet it one still, bad day too many? Oh, no. it, it was a bad day, but I've had several of them this week. No, Keith, it's okay. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, as bad as my day was, this was still on the forefront of my mind. What am I going to do with this? Am I going to put it on the shelf? Am I going to put it in the stack? And at the end of the day, I'm putting it in the box. Ooh. I don't put Batman things in the box normally. Yeah. But no, he doesn't. I despised the beginning part of this movie so much that as much as I love seeing the best Batman and the best Joker to ever do it work together one last time for Kevin Conroy's untimely passing. Fuck this movie. All right. (laughs) And I'll go last. I'm going to put this movie on the shelf. What? No. I really like this film. It has issues, but it's something for some reason. I really enjoyed this movie. I don't. I mean, there are, you guys have made me dislike it more, but I still really like this movie. And something that can work out. Something you take your fiance to go see this movie and guess what? She'll marry you. I'll marry him anyways. So I was too naive to understand that it was a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) At least your husband wasn't a piece of shit. So we're okay there. Yes. I love you. You do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going on the shelf. I I just enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. But no, I I do recognize the flaws of this movie. I'm not going to say that I don't because there's a lot of flaws in this film. And they are unfortunately very visible. I don't know. We talked more about it, and I don't like it as much. As yeah, no, that happens on this podcast. When I started, I, like, <laughs> that, I don't like it as much. Even the second half, uh, we, I started to think about it when you guys were talking. I'm like, oh no. Welcome to games. My mom phone. <laughs> we ruin movies for you. We do. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Y'all should take a listen to Labyrinth someday. <laughs> So we also what, ruined comic books and video games too. So yeah, yes, that's also. Fun. Ad America made that joke one time when he was on here. He's like, "You guys ruined stuff I love." <laughs> that's my childhood. Because we reviewed like Silent Hill two and we just ripped it apart. <laughs> that's why you need to redo it again. Because I want to see what you I think. You want to rip it apart again? Not sure. Why not? We'll see what. I, we'll see. Maybe I like it more this Is time. Is that with the knife baby? 
No, that was Silent Hill 1, which we did an episode about, which already came out okay. at the time that you're hearing this. Oh, congratulations. So, <laughs> all right. If you, wanna, if you want to hear more Batman episodes, there are a ton. You can search everything we do on Podbean. So definitely go look in our catalog and find all our wonderful content there. You can hear all of Ken's opinions about Batman and Joe <laughs> and not Tiffany. But you will hear all That's that on there. Rude. You're not on there very often. <laughs> you're not telling me I'm the only one who thinks that. You're not. You're just the only one I'm married to that thinks like that. How about that? Whatever. <gasps> <gasps> I mean, how do you know you're the only one I'm married to? I said I'm married <gasps> to. <you. laughs> <sighs> so. His name is Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <sighs> a new joke going on here. All right, and if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. You'll see a link in the show notes for that. Uh, for little dollar month, you vote. We have monthly polls all the time, so definitely go check that. You can help affect how the show goes. If you want to chat with us and tell us if you took your girlfriend or fiance to go see this movie, go to the Discord and tell us. I won't remember that I said this a month later when this comes out, but tell us anyway. I want to know. Please do that. I so, want to know. You'll see links in the show notes. Join our Discord. Make a Discord account. It's easy. Or you can email us. I don't. I doubt I'll ever see it, but you can do it. I might actually look at the email. Somebody in charge of that. Who volunteers? Now, so, <laughs> are we talking about the Discord? I feel like we are. Yeah, so I'm on there. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah, email. I I, I'm not. <laughs> email Should part. Be. She don't have a Discord. She said yes. And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasphere. You can follow her on TikTok. And want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who started his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at Forty. Definitely go check him out. Also. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We're on YouTube, audio only, but we are there. I think that's everything we need. I need to say. We will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. So long.